0: normal walker there. Just like somebody you'd see Wait, on the... Wait,
1: she looks like a normal street walker there? Okay. Come not, on, Kurt.
0: Not a street walker just in that sense. Just
1: because she's in porn doesn't mean she's a prostitute.
0: Okay, no, I'm saying she looks like somebody you would walk down the street and see. It's like, oh, there's a normal human being. Instead of...
1: So the entire time that we're recording today, are you going to keep commenting on the news that's on the TV behind us? Uh,
0: regardless, if we talk about it, it's pretty much a non-event because... Back when uh, JFK was uh, hanging out with Marilyn Monroe and Bill Clinton was hanging out with Monica, what's her face? That was a fucking disaster for for except, them politically.
1: Except this is even worse because he probably paid her off with campaign money, which would then be super illegal.
0: But that money is didn't he raise all of his own camp- campaign money? Uh, oh. And I guess that is illegal. Yeah. But that's like one of 20 reasons why he should yes. be indicted.
1: Which is funny if it happens to come from this and not, you know,
0: the Russia investigation or any of that. So Yeah. But I'm Kurt Steiner. I'm David West. And uh, welcome to The Kind of Epic Show.
1: Yeah. Uh, so have an interesting show for you guys today. I don't know. I might post. I might do the interview separate. Um, but this week, even if it's not part of this check out um i guess i'll figure it out but we have a uh interview this week with uh, jimmy jimmy yang jimmy O yang from silicon valley so gabe's going to be taking the reins on that which it'll be nice to hear from him again it's been a minute um whether or not that's in this episode or standalone, please check it out so listen to this entire episode and then that so awesome! Thanks, guys. Um, anyways, this week Kurt and I are going to be discussing Pacific Rim, two uh, well Pacific Rim Uprising.
0: Okay, so the title of the uh-huh. movie is
1: called
0: uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, but I would much rather call it Pacific Rim: The Nightman Cometh. <laughs> uh,
1: that's, that's, that's a good one. I'm okay with that. And the,
0: the honestly, the best part of the entire movie for me. I mean, it was a good movie altogether, but the best moment for me. The goddamn movie. Spo- oh, also, spoilers. Yeah, Morning.
1: spoilers. <laughs>
0: oh, that fucking meme from like five years ago came back up. I'm like, yes! Nice. Yes! 10 out of 10, right
1: there. Very nice. Oh. Where, where's, okay. So, let's just start out. Pacific Rim Uprising is currently sitting at a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a 57% user rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: So it's mid-range for a lot of people. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, you either like it or you don't. Like, it's not
0: that I. I mean, there's always a build-up to a movie's ending, and the thing is, is the way that they built it up. Like the the, the half the, the halfway point of Act Two, yeah. when Charlie, or whatever his name
1: is, Charlie Day. Let's Charlie, just go with that. No, let's just go with
0: Charlie Day. Pretty much turns or on Charlie everybody. Kelly. Everybody, he just turns on everybody, and I was like, "Oh wow, now
1: the movie's interesting." It's like you know, and it's always sunny. The, the paint sniffing episode, yeah, which breaks Charlie. The like the Fight Club paint mm-hmm. huffing. That's when Charlie broke on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." That happens in Pacific Rim too. Pretty much, yeah. Um, that's why. know, yeah, I, I was so surprised. I I think that was the least expected thing it was the villain because he's
0: not. And you know what honestly I think he plays a pretty convincing villain because because hey. the thing is is he's not he's the kind of like he's the kind of villain that's not like I've always been bad it's just kind of the it's convenient for me to now come out as being evil so I'm going to and I'm going to play the
1: fiddle all the time Yeah and even when he was like starting to reveal himself as being the bad guy you were still like wait a second Yeah that that, is that he scene the with bad him guy? With him and like,
0: the, the scene with him and the brain, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah,
1: well, that I I just thought it was an odd thing. I didn't think that would actually be. Oh, but he's I think bad it was guy. also a cry for weird.
0: help. When uh, what's his face from Torchwood? Yeah, yeah, um, Owen. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Owen from Torchwood. He's like, I can take. Uh, you can come over to my my place for dinner tonight, and I can t- finally introduce you to Anna. Yeah, which is that weird brain the, thing that he's having. The sub-brain. From and the thing is, is like, I thought that was kind of like a cry for help. Like, please, I need to show you this. I'm being controlled. Yeah, you
1: know, it probably was. I didn't even think about that. Probably was. I will, I will uh, enter this with a little bit of a, just a heads up, I missed like 10 minutes in the middle because I had to use the restroom. Oh. I missed the first fight at the ceremony. The first fight at the ceremony, eh, not
0: much that you miss. The thing is, is the big reveal of the next Jaeger is like, oh, it's controlled by a brain. Yeah. That's the important part, but fuck. The thing is, is it's funny um, that they, sh- they decided to make that first fight in Sydney, Australia, because I've been to Sydney enough times with my previous job working on cruise ships, that I'm like, oh, I know all these places. And there's this one scene that really had me like, this is not physically possible. There's actually a scene where you see the port where the cruise ship is, and that's literally where I would port. Oh, nice! Right there, where that cruise ship was, awesome. right next to the, uh, <laughs> right next to the opera house. And so the first thing that I was thinking is like, why couldn't this have happened to me? You wanted, you would want that to happen. <laughs> I somewhere? was, I was in a dark place at those times. Oh man! But the funny thing is, is you see the, ja- the uh, Jaeger walking down that little strip right there by the, uh, by the cruise ship. And to be completely honest, there's no way that both of those feet, with the size of its hips, could actually walk that, because that's only about, I'd say, about a 20 foot wide walkway. It's and we're talking about like a hundred, like a stride of at least 50 feet yeah. from side to side. And they also destroyed the Contemporary Art Museum, which is right there by the, the cruise port. And honestly, I'm not that disappointed because it's not the kind of contemporary art where it's like, ooh, that's an interesting abstract. It's like, no, this is all like. Really cutting edge, offensive kind of art, where it's just like flesh blobs. It, it 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 was a strange place, it it that, and robotics, yeah that 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 that, that museum is a strange place. It's like the breaking edge, modern art, which is all really either offensive or very like back to nature, just putting up twigs in a certain pile and say, hey, it's art, I'm like no, it's not.
1: Herman, his name's Herman. Sorry, Owen oh, from Torchwood. Yeah. dr. Herman got got Gottlieb oh well Herman uh, or uh, his real name is Bern Gorman mm-hmm. um, actually I, j- I do want to touch on the cast uh, John Boyega was charming as hell. It was really
0: funny because the thing is, is in that movie he was going through his normal accent through the whole thing. Yeah, uh-huh. his British accent, and then when he was impersonating another American actor, uh-huh. he went to his Finn voice and was like, "That's funny."
1: That is funny. That is really funny. It, even uh, a relative newcomer, uh, Kaylee uh, Spanny. Spanny was that the one who was playing like
0: the, uh, the she girl, was who Amara? Made the,
1: yeah, she was enjoyable. I, I feel I, like I, I've I, seen her before. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Off the top of my head.
0: I feel like I've seen her in other things. I don't know where, but like young actress movie area. Let's see. I
1: can look it up real fast. I do have my computer open. Um, Both of those were our two leads. They were fantastic. Um, Scott Eastwood just played Scott Eastwood. He wasn't all, I mean, it was your typical performance that you would expect out of Mm -hmm. of him. Um, But uh, she doesn't have any. Previous movies? Her filmography on Rotten Tomatoes is only Pacific Rim Uprising.
0: Well, it's a good interesting way to get into the and movie, in movie business. Oh, for sure. But um yeah. Honestly, if I if I was to give this a rating out of ten, like Rotten Tomato does, like, yeah, I would say the first act and a half would probably be about a about a five, and then towards the end I was like, okay, yeah, this is a six or a seven. It's not yeah, a great movie but it was entertaining you know I, I really, good,
1: liked, I really liked the beginning like the first 10 minutes the first little action beat I loved the world building the uh, the trade system yeah where I mean talk about some product placement in that first 10 minutes but, oh yeah uh, I enjoyed it I thought it was fun and entertaining and then uh, then it takes a big long drag that's why I was like okay I can go to the bathroom I, was really, I
0: thought it was really funny with that product placement. Oreos, Sriracha, and what was the other one it was?
1: Uh, uh, some cereal.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was like Fruity Pebbles or something. Yeah, yeah something like
1: that. <laughs> and it was like half a box. Yeah. Um, but I love that world building there at the beginning. To, I, I just thought it was great. You know, I really wish, because the thing in the, in the
0: trailer that it showed that they were partying around dead Kaiju bones, I was, huh? like, I was really hoping that we would get more like a museum scene or... Kids playing like as a playground through the bones, like it's just like a, a brief second. It's like, oh look, this dead Kaiju. I It's like I would have really liked them to go more into the anatomy, like they did kind of last. The yeah, last the, first movie. One.
1: the first one is a much better movie. Don't. Oh uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one, but the first one is leaps and bounds
0: better. Oh yeah, the first one's better, but I mean that's the thing is, you either have a really good uh, start first movie and then a, uh, a better sequel, or the first movie was better and the sequel's kind of. Eh.
1: I do think this one leads in a a spot where the third one, if it does get a third one, could be amazing. Yeah,
0: the way that it ends is that whole idea is like... They're
1: coming to What are they
0: called, the precursors, the aliens? Like It was like, don't tell the precursors to come to us because we're going to come to them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that that could be neat. It would be neat, but I feel like the movie... I don't know, what did you say this movie was sitting on overall? Uh, Like rating wise? No, no, I mean like... Income-wise. Income-wise, it,
1: it won the box office. It dethroned Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther's being,
0: been on for a while.
1: Yeah, but it made uh, it made just short of $30 million here. But worldwide, it already made uh, $120 million on a budget of $150 million. So it's, it's, it's going to gonna, make its money It's going to make its money back. It did but open substantially is, is it less it make, than the first Pacific Rim.
0: Which is strange because the first Pacific Rim, I don't feel like, had enough advertising this one had a bunch of advertising
1: for it actually the first one they spent it was a relatively cheap budget but they spent like 100 million dollars on marketing for the first one which is why it almost didn't get a equal like it sure it, it made its its money but yeah whew, it was a close it was a close on that a uh, sequel uh
0: but Charged. then, if this movie but it did, it was also one
1: of the highest grossing movies in. Japan but if this
0: movie turns China, a problem, China, which it so. will, it's probably going to happen, where they get a. Uh, a third one, but that's not going to come out because uh, the original one came out in 2012, right?
1: Uh, 2013, I believe.
0: So yeah, what is it? Four years later. Yes. Five years. Five. Five years five later for the it, Yeah,
1: it came out the first year that me and Marissa started dating. So.
0: So I mean, yeah. like the thing is, is don't expect this sequel anytime soon if it happens. No.
1: And, I mean, you'll probably... out uh, 2013. Yeah, 2013. Uh, let's see. What was it? How much did it make at the box office? Does it say? Does it say? Um, yeah, so, uh, just so you know, uh, Del Toro didn't come back to direct Uprising because he wanted to do Shape of Water. Just to... Honestly, it a I didn't really miss his
0: direction because the thing is, is this movie was good enough by itself, and I had fun fun enough time with it.
1: I agree. So uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh, director uh, Stephen S. DeKnight. This is only his uh, first feature-length film. What has he made before? Um, he's a he was a showrunner on uh, showrunner and executive producer on uh, Daredevil. Huh. On Netflix and so Spartacus, this will get him. This will Dollhouse, be him. Smallville, Angel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: This is gonna get him far. Yeah, hopefully. So I got an update. You know, like I feel like a few episodes ago, how I told you, like I'm getting, I was commissioning that artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got it. I ha- I don't have it on me, but I have a picture. She's like, hey, uh, I'm done. When uh, my my boyfriend comes up and helps you move in, uh, I'll hand it off. He'll hand it off, and then you'll hand him the money, and it'll get back to me. Nice. But I have a finished product. Look at that.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: And the question is, is it's it's finished. And if you guys don't remember, it's a Power Ranger fighting a Viking, and it's all black and white. And the question is, is, do I want to paint it in, or do I want to keep it as badass as it looks right now? I think it's going to be a badass.
1: Oh, yeah, that's man. Pretty, I can't that's wait pretty to put cool. that in
0: my house. Well, into my apartment that I'm moving into. Does
1: it have the curly mustache? No.
0: Cuz the have thing is, curl mustache. Cuz the thing is is I didn't have a curly mustache when I commissioned her. Yeah. It's got a little curly thing
1: on his faceplate. Yeah. That that kind of looks like your mustache, kind of. Man, they are talking loud out there, aren't they? Yeah. Um anyways, so we don't have a lot of bad things to say. We're we're right in the mix. I think it's better than I would have given. Like this isn't.
0: This isn't gonna. I'm not going to say that this is a perfect movie. Nothing can tarnish it. It's no, like, no, it's not the perfect it, movie. It's, you it know was what? fun though. It was. I, a, it's like Independence Day, not the second one. The second one was horrid, but the first Independence Day is like, oh, it's just a fun popcorn yes. movie.
1: Um, it's a it's it's fun. You know, it's not not high art by any means, but unlike this, Annihilation,
0: tried to be Annihilation. I felt was more like art than it was movie.
1: Yeah. Um, who did I, there was somebody here that told me they saw it and absolutely loved it,
0: Annihilation. Yeah, you See, it wasn't the, thing, you. the thing is, is I was talking with my friends yesterday. Um, uh, we went to Brew Burger and we were talking about uh, Annihilation and how much both. It was me and my girlfriend, and then uh, my other friend and his wife, and then another friend and his wife, uh, who we were there like, "Oh, dude, we really loved Annihilation." And I'm like, you know, me and Anise saw it, and we're not really sure if we thought it was great or if it was okay. <laughs> kind of just walked out, I was like, okay, we saw a movie. Gotcha. And the thing is, is the way that, uh, uh, they hadn't seen this one, but they hadn't seen Ex Machina. Okay. So the way that I pitched Ex Machina to them. <laughs> <laughs> Tomb Raider gets interrogated by General Hux while Do- Poe Dameron in, uh, watches.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much Ex just kind of creepy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that's fair enough. Uh, but since we don't have a lot to say, uh, let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes critic reviews. Yep, those are always fun. All right, here's one. This is Transformer level uh, insanity. Transformer
0: lover, first off, your movie choice is ass.
1: Well, to be fair, up until up until the most recent Transformers, I had seen all of them in theaters and enjoyed them. When I saw for the what third they one, are. when
0: I saw the third one, I. I there's only been like five movies I've ever wanted to walk out of. That was one of them. Oh, I
1: thought Dark of the Moon was way better than uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Dark the second. of the Moon was just, oh,
0: like a third act was just like, oh, come on. And give then they started being three-hour-long movies, and I was just like, yeah, I'm
1: done. Uh, and even at, uh, even at a point, I would, I would like to get like stoned and watch Transformers 4 because Marky Mark talking to Optimus Prime is kind of enjoyable. I think we got a transformer, like eh, some classic lines. Uh, all right, so this is transformer level insanity. It will not make you feel like a ten year old, but make you feel ten years older by the time you leave the theater. Okay. I disagree. I felt like a kid in this movie. I don't know. I kind
0: of relate with what he says. It's like, yeah, the thing is, is when I saw the first one, it's like, yeah, that made me feel like a kid. This one is like, yeah, it made me feel a little bit like a kid. But the thing is, is you knew, the thing is, is in the last movie you really didn't know the outcome because they didn't really tease it in the in the trailer. But in the end, I, you think, see, thing is, is, I knew going into this movie, movie's like, oh yeah, they're gonna win. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. But the first one was like, oh, this might be an interesting extension of yeah, it. That would
1: have been an interesting way to end. I think it, I think they went with the safe ending. I would have liked the not safe ending. I would have liked for them to have lost. The first one? No, this one. Like, the middle act. Like, if that thing would have been able to it Interrupted the... Mount
0: Fuji. Okay, that, that whole plot line about Mount Fuji, that's kind of stretching it a bit. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah.
1: To be fair, the entire plot is kind of stretching it. Yeah. There are interdimensional giant monsters with a giant robots to fight them. It, well, did they? Did it. they even
0: cover in the first movie why they wanted to take over our planet? No,
1: no, they don't. They don't know. But now we know that they're planning to terraform the planet. We did get the the reason why they want to come here. Terraforming? Yeah.
0: I guess I didn't pick up on that. Yeah,
1: they they specifically talk about it in this movie. Hmm. Uh, doing whatever they were going to do to Mount Fuji would have set off a chain reaction around the entire Pacific Rim, causing are planned to start terraforming to their needs. So, okay. Yeah, they explain it. It's there.
0: No, right, now that I re- now that I remember
1: what you're talking about, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, here's a positive review from a uh, from NPR from uh, Glenn Weldon. It knows its uh, mission parameters and it ticks them off with Al... A l a c r i t y. I'm not sure what that word is. It's NPR.
0: They they know better. Dictionary. They have a way with words. They have a better diction than we do.
1: They have a way with words. Uh-huh. That's a that's a show on NPR.
0: Ah. Uh, it's a Prairie Home Companion joke. <laughs> 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 um, um, oh have you ever seen the show on Netflix, Big Mouth? No, I haven't watched it. So. You know, the weird thing is, is Kyla, she pitched it to me. I was like, oh, this is not going to be that good. But I actually had a fun time with it. And there's a scene, because I grew up with Garrison Keeler and the Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. But there's a scene where the horrible monster skull fucks Garrison Keeler's corpse. Oh, Jesus. It's
1: actually <laughs> really fucking funny. Uh, all right, here's one. Uh, this is a negative review. After its enjoyable first hour, Uprising descends into a series of giant robot fights, which are as numbing here as they were in most Transformers movies.
0: Did you not see the original movie?
1: Yeah, right? That's the whole selling point. That's the entire reason I do go to Transformers movies. I mean, that's pretty much what it was.
0: It's a giant... Okay, that's like... Along those lines of logic, that's like going to see a Star Wars movie and not expecting them to try to sell you tons of toys and Legos. The, th- the reason why movies like these are made is so that they can sell action figures. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't mind buying an action figure if I had the space for business program.
1: Alright, this one's from Matt Neal from ABC Radio. It's a uh, ABC Radio Australia. Within the first five minutes of Pacific Rim Uprising, it is already 100 times better than its predecessor.
0: Why? Is it because you want your capital to be destroyed, you sadist? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what the funny thing is? Is when we were seeing all those other uh, cities destroyed in the first one, like Los Angeles, and I was like, I didn't really feel like, oh, that hurts my soul. But seeing Sydney getting destroyed was kind of like, oh, that hurts. (laughs) <laughs> because that was my escape from the cruise ship. <laughs> just, just go to a random bar in Sydney and get a little bit tipsy, and go back on the ship and forget about it.
1: Mm. All right, this one. The visual effects are are better, and the monsters are evolving, but the tangled, tedious storyline will defeat anyone over the age of ten.
0: So you're saying that you you don't get it if you're over the age of ten?
1: No, no. it it, it just it's dumb. Well animation. yeah, I mean,
0: granted yeah, that's That's a, what
1: I went in for. Yeah, I went in We're a not, big we're
0: dumb not movie. looking for a fucking meta movie.
1: Yeah. We're not uh, looking
0: for fucking doom. Okay.
1: So this is this one here is from Ed Porter at the Sunday Times UK. Whereas the original one, directed by Del Toro, had faint aspirations of classiness. This one is a basic mix of cocky banner and robot smashing action. It's like that sounds awesome.
0: I mean that's what it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. You see the thing is,
0: I feel like if they do ever make a Power Rangers sequel to what they had that came out uh-huh. last year. The thing is, is there was always the hinting of the Power Like the, the whole movie is there's like, it's like just like the Godzilla movie. You don't see the Power Rangers until the like the last act. And the thing is, is I really wish we would have seen more actual in-suit Power Rangers, which is the next movie, which in the first movie, it's kind of like they slow up, then they have robot fights, then they slow down more robot fights. But in this one, it's just right off the bat, robot fights, robot fights, robot fights. Yeah. And that's what I want for the next Power Rangers movie. Is I want them to just go straight into Power Rangers fighting. Okay.
1: Because they weren't the Power Rangers until the end of that movie? Well, they were the Power Rangers. Yeah, movie. yeah. But they but weren't really like suited. We didn't get suits. They weren't morphed Power Rangers yeah. until the end of the movie. I know. I did I, I, There were a lot, a lot of things I liked about that movie. I um, felt
0: like The Breakfast Club was an action movie.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see here. Guaranteed to leave viewers of a certain age remembering back to kaiju-filled Saturday mornings. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
0: Although there wasn't that many kaiju. I did,
1: like... No, no, there wasn't. There was a lot
0: of, like, Jaeger kaiju mixers. Yeah, those were
1: neat. Those were cool. That's a cool concept. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that quite a bit. I did like how uh, they brought the kaijus together and made a mega kaiju. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Which, my theory is, on the... Whatever the third installment will be, they'll take what they learned there and have their individual Jaegers Jaegers come together. Yeah, it's a it's a love letter to anime, and you're telling me that's not going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) that's totally going to happen, and I can't wait to see that.
0: Literally, it's going to be it's going to be like Jaegers combined. And then they're gonna have an anime sequence of that.
1: I know. I can't wait. Don't you want to see that? That would be pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh. It's
0: like a Sailor Moon transformation.
1: (laughs) I really wish, in the finale, the way they use Scrapper, which is set up from uh, Amora's character at the beginning. I was (laughs) really hoping, like. I wanted her to be the overall hero of the movie. I, I wish she would have gotten back in her. I wish they had it would have had it like somehow attached attached to Gypsy, and like she would hop in it and then like get eaten by the major like the giant kaiju and then just start ripping it apart from the inside. That would have been awesome. You know the thing is is the
0: like at the very beginning of the movie you get the the, the police in their own Jaeger yeah. and then you see scraps and the first thing is is. The thing is, is it's running and then it turns into a a, a ball. And the first thing that came to my mind is
1: <laughs>
0: I got just got a lot of
1: soft hedgehog flashbacks. Here's one. Um, Boyega cements himself firmly as a leading man to be reckoned with, and Scott Eastwood broods in a T-shirt perfectly well. the The film trick uh, ticks along nicely enough with. Uh, with your usual huge set pieces, but does a little more. Yeah, you know what? The cat like I said, the cast was charming. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would like to see uh, Scott Eastwood um, take over the the mantle of Wolverine. I think he's that. is it? Are they in talks? Uh, he's the top choice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that.
0: Well, wait. Didn't didn't Wolverine have a son? Like I know that they have X twenty three. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or Daken.
0: And yeah, just make him do that instead of eh.
1: rebooting. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Whether it happens under Fox or Marvel, Marvel, there's gonna be a new. Wolverine. I don't know if
0: this has happened yet, but have, has SNL made a Wolverine uh, Lay Miz joke yet? I don't know. They should. They should make like a sketch where it's Wolverine singing opera with. Dude, this Les this Mis. guy
1: sounds like you. Here you go. This is from. Uh, oh, it's uh, Andre Meadows from uh, Black Nerd Comedy. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with his YouTube videos, but he's pretty funny. The movie felt like Power Rangers to me. Therefore, I enjoyed it.
0: 100%. I agree with <laughs> right?
1: you. Right? Oh, let's see. And I'm reading both the negative and positive reviews here because, you know what? Some of the negative reviews, you know, they, they, feel, they feel good to me. And now that we've gotten
0: past the controversy of Last Jedi, now that it's out on, on digital download, yeah. are people still shitting on it?
1: I think it's just toned down a bit.
0: I, I, I just think it's... I really... No since I wasn't Arizona here anymore. for the, for the shitting on of uh, Empire Strikes Back, was it really as bad as it is now?
1: What? Empire? Because like, people were what? shitting on Empire. Empire, Empire, yeah. Empire is the best Star Wars movie.
0: Everybody says that, but back in the day when it first came yeah, out, I know. it was like, oh, this isn't the way I pictured it. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll see. Like, I, I, the thing is, I completely... I, I see the flaws in The Last Jedi, but I don't care. I don't the thing is, is people
0: feel like when it came to The Last Jedi, like, I could have written it better. Fucking no, you
1: couldn't. No. Uh, see, my, my problem with The Last Jedi is all the stuff that's set up in The Force Awakens that gets thrown away. That's my problem. Like what? Uh, the Knights of Ren starters no i think they're gonna come back well, well yeah now that jj's back in charge there's just so much so much stuff that was set up that wasn't shown shown or even talked about i don't know um yeah so just a uh, take what take what you will i feel like this uh i feel like the movie is a perfect homage to you know, anime and Saturday morning cartoons. It's a good. kaiju I mean, killer. I, I, I even loved the uh, the Gundam cameo. I was like, "Fuck yes!" Was that statue a Gundam? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, what that I actually. It that's was. actually in Tokyo. That's a Gundam statue that's in Tokyo. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, it's the original Gundam. Yeah, I, I forget the the number associated with it. But, but there's yeah. an actual Gundam
0: statue in downtown Tokyo.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a thing. That's cool. I they love their they love their anime. That's why Goku's an ambassador to the Olympics in two years.
0: Are you shitting me?
1: No. So's uh, so's Mario.
0: Well I mean I already knew Mario was, but
1: Yeah. Fucking Goku. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait for the Tokyo Olympics. They're gonna be awesome. At least the opening ceremony is gonna be And you know nuts. what's you know
0: who's gonna make a lot of money off of it? Huh? Nintendo and the Tokyo Olympics video games.
1: <laughs> oh no! Sonic versus Sonic versus Mario, Mario and guys. Sonic at the Olympic Tokyo Olympic Games. Yeah, that's gonna make that's gonna make crazy money. It's, just a <laughs> it's gonna be a
0: massive circle jerk.
1: <laughs> this is a funny review. It's from David Mad Dog Bra- uh, Bradley at the a uh, lady. El- I can't. I can't speak today. Adelane, I no, I can't I can't fucking talk. Um this one would avoid the tusks off a of gamera. Okay. okay, awesome. I just like the gamma reference. Yeah. Um I I do I uh, it really bugged me looking at the uh, user uh, ratings on this one because there's so many people Reviewed it without actually seeing the movie, and I really wish that Rotten Tomatoes would just delete those. But
0: how how does Rotten Tomatoes govern? Like you've actually seen the movie.
1: I well at least the ones that are like. This looks like a cross between Transformers and Power Rangers. Not interested in watching a bunch of kids save the world. Like they're not even interested in seeing it. Take that. Just delete that one. Okay.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, the best thing that I can say about this movie, for those of you who want to go see it, is...
1: Did not see the original, will not see this one. First one stunk, why bother? Rather rather punch myself in the throat than watch this movie. Like, take those off.
0: The best advice I can give for you guys, like, I'm not going to say this is a perfect movie, because it's not. No, it's It's not. It's an entertaining movie.
1: Yeah. Would I
0: pay to see it at night? No. What? I did.
1: I went Friday night, but yeah. it was spur of the moment
0: with a buddy that I hadn't seen in a minute, so... So the thing is, is I would say, if you want to see this, see it in a matinee.
1: Yeah. Because
0: then you'll actually feel like, oh yeah, I got my $9 out of it. Or oh yeah, for sure. But now that, like, but if I saw that at night it's like 12 to $15 with popcorn and whatnot, I was like, eh, ah, that maybe not been the best fift- use of my 15 Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But yeah, for a matinee, for a matinee or for when it Casually in a few few months shows up on Netflix. Yeah, invest your time in it. It's not a bad ride. It's... No, no.
1: Or if you know you just want to go have a couple beers beforehand and then go see it with a friend of yours, go for it. It was a good time. Especially like we went to the last showing. The show before a ton of people had walked like come out. Like we we showed up to the theater where the, before the other one let out, so we were waiting outside. It was a packed theater. Ours. We went to the ten forty five showing at AMC Castleton no one in there so we were able to kind of have a little bit of fun
0: so you were able to speak in i was like what the?
1: yeah yeah no, both of us respect the theater still so we were just able to be like <laughs> like we, i don't know we just had a little bit of fun we didn't like yell out or
0: anything no but. no no I, the thing is is i'm I, I usually don't get very vocal in, in movies yeah but um it was, like, me and, like, two other people in the theater just now. Yeah. And when that
1: <laughs>
0: came up, I actually lost my shit. I was like, that's fucking
1: great. Nice. Good. <laughs> Good. Good.
0: For that, honestly, if it wasn't for that scene, I might have rated it from, a, like, a, a six or a seven to a six or a five. Yeah. But because yeah. of that scene, it gets a seven or a six.
1: Yeah, I, I would put it in that same range, a six, seven range. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that perfectly sums it up. Um, I did see uh, Tomb Raider. I'm only going to touch on it uh, a little bit. But there was one review out from uh, The Hollywood Reporter that I recommend going and checking out. Uh, look up their review. I'm not going to go into it. But everything that they said in their review, I, I read before the going to the movie. I was like, wow, that sounds what I want out of a Tomb Raider movie. And that was a negative review from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. And I was like, that sounds perfect. Awesome. So just
0: what I've heard from you and what I've heard from other people is that pretty much just an action-packed movie with not real much story?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it does add a a little bit more. So what is the item
0: that she's questing for in this movie?
1: Oh, what was it? Well, first off, she's trying to find her dad, more importantly. That's what she's – she's following the breadcrumbs that her dad had left when he went missing, like, seven years prior to the start of the movie. So she's 100% just trying to find her dad. She's not going after any artifact or anything. But the artifact comes into play. Uh, it's a tomb in which a... Hold uh, on, hold the phone. Does she read it? No. Oh. It's called Tomb Raider and she doesn't read it? It's an origin story, dude. <laughs> she hasn't gotten to that point yet. Uh but uh, the organization Trinity, which if you play the games you know, uh, her dad ended up like working for them back in the day, or ish, and they supposedly killed him, and then she finds him, and he's kind of nuts because he's been living secluded for the last seven years.
0: And uh, But what's in this tomb that's worth reading? Oh about? yeah,
1: it's a uh, Japanese princess of death who caused like plagues and all kinds of stuff and the company trinity is trying to find out what like try to get her body or whatever basically the the princess is the what they're wanting to raid
0: okay yeah
1: oh uh there could be I mean, it more. is
0: technically. Is, wait, does it become a Sleeping Beauty tale at that point? No, no, You no, kiss no, her, no. she wakes up, and then you die. Uh,
1: they, they touch her. They find the tomb. They go in, and they touch her, and it's like this. Flesh-eating bacteria that starts like eating them.
0: So it's something biological, not supernatural. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Okay. And I was the only thing is missing were undead ninja samurais. Okay. Which were in the in the first game, which is, is loosely based off of. There are action sequences taken directly out of the uh, two thousand thirteen Tomb Raider game. Okay. Which, if that's what you're, if you were a fan of the uh, Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, you will enjoy this movie for what it is. I mean, I do recommend just sticking with the games because they're much better than the movie. But the movie was still a lot of fun.
0: I'm not watching that. I just
1: I'm just trying to figure out how to pronounce it.
0: Chadwick? Chapawattic?
1: Chapawattic? I don't know. There's a trailer on behind us that uh, had a very long game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I recommend, recommend Tomb Raider. It's just as amount of fun as Pacific Rim. Cool. And it might get a sequel because it was relatively cheap to make. But it did have a huge drop in the box office this week. Let's see where it ended up being. Um, back, 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 back. Back. Another page. One more page? Really? Yes. No? And how many pages did I go? Alright, let's see. Yeah. Up, 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 up. They made 10 million this week, so. Wow. That's low. At least it, that's the second weekend. Sherlock Gnomes opened up to ten. Fuck! Right? I don't want to talk about that that looks, like, <laughs> that looks
0: like Diabetes, the movie.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, maybe not. Maybe not Diabetes is incorrect. Romeo and Juliet wasn't terrible. Been, AIDS would have been a bit more accurate.
1: Romeo and Juliet wasn't all that terrible, but apparently Sherlock Gnomes. eating virus, is. the movie. Yeah. Um, this week, uh, Ready Player One opens. Looking forward to that. Yeah, um, I will be seeing it next Wednesday, not, not in two days the following Wednesday.
0: I'll probably see it because uh, m- me and uh, my girlfriend have Monday off next week. We'll probably go see that Monday. Nice.
1: Um, I am seeing it with David and Matt. We'll probably record afterwards. And then uh, I am going up to Chicago on Thursday for C2E2. Have fun so, with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'll record at least once during that But weekend. I will say
0: this. I swear. Yes? I swear that when I come out of that movie and I, if I do not see a Uganda Knuckles, it will automatically get to zero out of
1: ten. Why? Why?
0: Because it's about virtual reality, and that's the best virtual reality meme ever. It,
1: to be fair, it came a bit late.
0: It came a bit late for this to be produced. But, I mean, they could have, like, jiggery poker it in there somewhere.
1: About it. It's about eating nostalgia. Come on. Be realistic here. Uh, no, just a, just a... I guarantee
0: you, my first words out of my mouth for the next review is going to be like,
1: I did not know the way. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> just uh, just looking ahead, it is currently sitting at 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Already. Already with 58 reviews.
0: So, not bad. It's not going to be... Thing is is like I say I'm gonna give it a zero out of ten, but when I actually walk out of there it's like I'll give them a, a legitimate rating. But I But they will get a much better rating out of me if I can just glimpse. I, I don't even care if it's on there for a half a second. What if
1: Knuckles is just in the movie? Either way. So if Sonic like Sonic, and Sonic and Tails. If, if Sonic and Tails and Knuckles, Knuckles
0: show up because they fucking have to. It's a, it, that's like a, on the verge of like it's like early nineties but still falls in that threshold. Because the Iron Giant's a big player in this movie, and the yeah. Iron Giant came out in like 95, or 96, like late 90s. Yeah. If Knuckles makes an appearance, I don't even care if it's in his Ugandan form. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Right off the bat. So out of the
1: 58 reviews, there are 10 bad ones so far. Okay. So I, I assume it'll probably stay in that same 80, 80% range.
0: We'll, see. well, the thing is, is, that kind of a movie is Nostalgia the movie, or Oh, I got that reference, the movie Yeah It's it's not going to be a movie that's based off of An original story, off of an Inspiring new tale, telling of a tale It's it's literally going to be Oh, I get the reference, the movie
1: Yeah, probably That's kind of how the book was, too Which I haven't read, but that's why I have heard about the book I own the book, just hit, never got around to reading it Yeah All right, so that kind of wraps things up. Uh, I will talk to you guys next week from Ready Player One and then uh, C2E So, Also, be sure to check out our interview with Jimmy Yang. And have a week. Have a good one, guys. All right, later, guys. Bye. Hold on. I've legitimately almost timed this perfectly by like 20 seconds. I'm going to keep talking here until I'm going to hit the stop button because I have all of our music cues lined up and it's like perfectly timed to be Go like right, right right here. Right now. Wow. Right now. No, no. Nope, uh,